welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Ready Set Roll, starring Brennan as Roland, better than, and Benjamin as the lovable Kinku. We also have Mossbeard, played by Daniel Wells, and I am your puppet master, Strahd von Zarovich. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Ready, Set, Roll, Barovia. It's been a while since we've been in Barovia, so um, unless somebody wants to uh, try to take a stab at what happened last time, I could do it. <laughs> you do it. Yeah. All right. So I will give one of my monsters inspiration. So here we go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. Uh Last time on Ready, Set, Roll, Barovia, you all were in Velaki, and you foiled a plot by Strahd to desanctify uh, Velaki by stealing... He's tried to steal the bones of St. Andrew, and um, you guys got your detective hats on and found out where they were and who took them and um, fought a whole mess of vampires then you were able to, like I said, re-sanctify the area. Furthermore, you guys went back to um, went back to the uh, the happening spot, the Blue Water Inn, and talked to um, Mr. Uh, Van Richten himself, disguised as Rictavio. He said that you guys, being since that. Uh, you all have a beef with Strahd, and Strahd has taken a very fine interest in you all, that you guys should join forces because you have the same common goal. Furthermore, the very next day, you guys took a stab at um, the Burgermeister of the area, the Baron of the town. And uh, after talking to him, and he was very sad to hear that the Burgermeister of Barovia, the town, wa- uh, was taken away from this land uh he basically said that you guys can chill and stay for the party the f- festival of blazing sun after leaving that uh beautiful Irina was taken by a hooded figure with a weird fucking arm the great and glorious moss beard summoned vampire <laughs> no it just summoned a bunch of bats to attack this one-armed criminal who dared steal Irina and panic the entire town. Making them all think that Strahd von Zarovich had come to descend and take their souls. Well, after uh, you summoned the bats and chased him down and everybody in the town freaked out, Roland ch- took chase and you guys caught up with him. Come to find out that uh, Irina might have a long-lost brother. So... Um, after not really having anything else to do and um, Van Richten giving you guys his, I guess, latest tips is he's trying to find clues on this um, thing called the Order of the Raven. And he thinks that the uh, bartender slash owner of the Blue Water Inn has something to do with it. Well... He knows that that guy has asked you all to go on a quest for him. A 
to see why the winery has yet to bring enough wine to fill his order because he's scared that the cast will go empty during the Festival of the Blazing Sun. And I'm pretty sure that's where we left off. Good old five-minute recap. Yeah, sounds about right. Is there anything you all would like to do before we leave the town of Vallaki? Um... So Irina was going to stay, right? She was just Yes, she chill. was going to stay, and um, the weird guy, I can't remember his name, right off the top of my head, he was going to look Ivan. after her. Yeah, I think it was Ivan, yeah. It's Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, Isaac Stranzi. So, yeah, uh, Irina's staying with Isaac. Well, she's staying at the Blue Water Inn with Rick Tavio and Isaac. Uh, so you can assume that she's in pretty safe hands. All right. Um, everybody got your gear all checked out? Got your snacks for the road? We're all long-rested long as well at the moment, yeah? Yeah, 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 for sure. Just wanted to double-check before I hit buttons. Yeah, so I think we're all pretty good. Open up the map to see where this winery is. Let's the winery see. is a W on the map, if you're looking at it. The Wizard of Wines. There's Velaki. Damn, this is quite a trick. Mm-hmm. All right, so it looks like we're going to need to take the main road. Hopefully the cart uh, can take us all the way there. No problem. All right. Speaking of which, we still have our donkey. He didn't die, right? No, he's not dead. Nestor is still alive. Okay. I have my own horse now, thanks to Fine Steed. So that's a little less for him to do. <laughs> that's good. What's your steed's name? I'll tell you later. Okay. It's relevant. Yeah. If I get to make the joke, great. If not, I have a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're good to go. Is there anything that Kinku wants to do? No. Once you all have left Velaki and you start westward towards the Wizard of Wine, um, I, I need you guys to give me perception checks. Uh, yes. Ever vigilant eyes upon the road. I got a 22. 13. Let me roll. What, what am I rolling again? Perception. Uh, well, I'm not going to roll really good. <laughs> Do you ever? No. <laughs> 13. Okay. So, um... I would say that Mossbeard and Kiku, you kind of hear like a large like bang, like a pow, boom, explosion type noise to the north. Oh. Um, Roland, you hear this as well, but you also see uh, these bright, fantastical lights shoot off into the sky that the other two did not see. 
So I'm going to just point those out real quick and tell everyone that there's something over that way, I think. Um, was this happening as we were leaving town? Uh, yeah, you, you've, like, it wasn't just, like, it's not coming from the town. It's coming from where the little lake area is. Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it seems to be coming. Where does it seem to be coming from? I heard it from the north. That was the direction it came from, right? Yeah, it came from the north. Can anyone tell the distance? Well, it seems coming from the north. There's only one big thing towards the north. So, seems to be a lake. So, do we want to go check it out, or are we just sticking the mission? How far away is the lake? Uh, seems to be, based on mileage, not even a mile. <laughs> Maybe like 500 feet at most. Mm. That doesn't seem to be too far. Could check out on a way. Yeah, I'm curious. Oh, what if they're fireworks? Well, there are lots of celebrations and such going on right now. Wouldn't you know be uncommon for there to be those? <laughs> What's ten minutes out of our trip? Let's go check Life it and out. death. But... Nothing <laughs> dramatic. Please. My vote is yes. Let's check out the light. And Kiki repeats, "Yes, let's check out the light." Okay, is that a consensus for everyone? Let's Two out of three, win. we win. All right. Hey, my horse has a vote. <laughs> then Nestor has a vote. By that logic, does the cart also have a vote? Uh, look, lad, uh, I'm a person who speaks to the inanimate and whatnot, and I'm not going to lie. No. It kind of lost its ability to vote when it became not a tree. Unless the spirit of the tree is in the cart, then it is living a cruel existence. Fine. Roland, what does your horse say as a vote? This bastard says we should go look at the light. <laughs> <laughs> your own horse sold you out. Uh, all right. We go to the light to check out the boom. All right. Well, since I didn't think you guys were going to go that way, let me turn to the page. So, um, anyway, as you all pull, um, Nestor the donkey, as he starts listing to the right, and you, uh, Brennan, take your unnamed horse, uh, to the same direction, you, uh, end up being towards the edge of a lake. Now, this, this water is perfectly still, and it's super dark. Um, it kind of reflects the black clouds overhead like, uh, a monstrous mirror. It's, it's like crazy how still this water is. Um, pulled up alongside the shore is three small rowboats. Um, and you can see the fourth boat is kind of in the middle of a lake with a lone figure sitting in it. I mean, other than that, I have to get like a perception check from you all. Let's see what my roll gives. Man, my dark vision's kicking my ass. Oh, today. man. I'm going to say I didn't see shit, Captain. 
I got a 10. Eight. Rolling. Man, my curse is hidden. Haven't rolled, rolled above a 10 yet. Well, this time I got an 8, so we're kind of out of luck here. Okay, so uh, what are you all doing? I'm playing with my pet mouse. <laughs> um, I will say that right. you hear another boom, but it's farther back, like a, across the the way. Do we see the pretty lights now that we're out of the forest and staring directly into the lake? Yeah. Sort of deal? Yeah, but they're they're behind the lake. Oh. Well, the uh, fastest way would be to take the boat, to be honest. Yeah, um Mossbeard is going to go talk to the person at the boats. There, there's nobody at the, at the boats. It, there's a person in... There are four boats. The fifth boat... Four boats. Hang on. I'm sorry. There are three boats. The fourth boat is in the middle of that water with somebody in it. Huh. Hello? Mossbeard's just kind of waving at him. Hello? Hi, are you trying to shoot fireworks? The Oh, um Hey. Okay. Uh Hmm. Well, should uh should I take the boat out and go meet this person? I feel like that might be a bad idea. Uh, How well can you swim? Oh, I can swim well by turning into a shark or something. Oh, what in the hell? Oh, no. oh shit. Uh. Okay. Um, okay, so boats might not be a bad idea. Swim? Though. Swim! Yeah, uh, Mossbeard is going to um, turn into a uh, form of. Uh, let's see. I can go <laughs> up to uh, CR of half. Let's see. What? 5e beast. I'm going to look up at a beast that is a swimmable a barracuda. Might need something a little bit heavier. There you go. Might be a little something heavier than a barracuda for grabbing bag and chain. Giant sea eel? That'll how, work. How big is a giant sea eel? Large. Daniel's large and in charge. Yeah, sure. Uh, turn into a giant sea eel and swim out and get this bag. <laughs> I can't grab you by the tail and like... You can ride me. Uh, I'm... Oh! <laughs> oh, I've just got this horse. I'm in a relationship here. Oh, if uh, <laughs> if you want to, you can like tie a rope to me, and I can drag the boat out along with me. No, I mean like Brennan to you, Daniel is thinking that he's like mob killing somebody. Like, oh. Sleep with the fish and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so we gotta hurry. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Eel. Eelbeard will quickly swim out to the bag to go. What secure. is your swim speed? 
Uh, swim speed of... What in the hell? Wait a minute. That might not actually be a official creature. Hold on. Because it's not giving me its swim speed. Dang it. Game, stop giving me things that aren't real. It's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I could go into a giant crocodile, actually. That's a nice creature. Nope. Damn it. So many I mean, a crocodile would be a good idea because the, the bite strength could probably bite through the chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah giant crocodile. That's that's a better option. What is your swim speed? To swim. Giant crocodile. Or alligator, whichever one. Uh, swim speed of uh, 30 feet. Okay. So, so I can do some dashing to get out there. Before this, uh, as you get closer, you notice <laughs> that the bag is not completely still. It's actually kind of moving as it goes underneath mm. the water. Okay. What is um your objective here? Are you going straight for the bag or are you going for the boat? Straight for the bag. What's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm probably going to tell my horse to stay here and watch over Nestor and try and jump in one of the other boats and get going. King Koo? Uh, hmm, King Koo as a bird, not very good at swimming. Not too thrilled with the idea of going out on a lake. She'll, uh, she'll watch the horse. <laughs> All right. So, split the party. Love it. We will start. I gotta wonder how many. I gotta wonder how many people think, man. Why didn't you turn into like a shark? Because a shark would have to die in fresh water. <laughs> Not a bull shark. He's got a point. I don't want to drown, man. So, um, moss beard. I don't know what your new mm. name is. Crockbeard. Crockbeard. All right. Crockbeard. So as you are swimming down, you start to make your descent. Mm -hmm. You see this bag, and it's moving. Air bubbles are coming up. You try. What is your um, plan here? I'm gonna rip the bag open. You're gonna rip the bag open um, to get them out of the bag. Okay. Because I feel like with the weight of the chain. Tied on to the um, tied on to the bag, it might make it a difficult pull up, you know. Mm -hmm. So just rip open the bag. Well, um, I need two things from you. I need mm -hmm. a um, hmm. Give me an attack, like an attack, to see how precise you a are. A bite. Yeah, a bite attack to see how precise you are without hurting this person. Um, that'll be a 15. Okay. That's good enough. You were precise with your attack. I wasn't really worried about the damage, because you can rip open a fucking burlap sack, you know? Death roll! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I was just more concerned about if you were going to hit the person or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, give me another perception check. Much better. Um, that'll be 17. You see something big and dark with a lot of tentacles swim by extremely fast past you all. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, what pops out of this bag is a very dark-haired, slender girl dressed in Vistani-style clothing, and she has kind of started, started to pass out. Her uh, arms are bound behind her back, and uh, she has mm-hmm. something over her uh, her mouth. Okay. Uh, Crockbeard is going to grab her and swim away. Heading more towards the surface. All right. We will switch over to... Cool. We're going to switch over to Roland. Roland, what are you doing? Yeah, I would have... You uh, said you were rowing. Gotten off my horse and gotten one of the boats to start and probably started taking it out to the water towards them. All right. What you see is, you see Crockbeard, he just makes his descent. The guy in the boat, after he dumps the bag, he pulls out a fishing pole and just starts fishing. Oh. <laughs> is he trying to act like nothing's going on? <laughs> what do you do? So, Crockbeard secured the bag. Um, as of right now, you haven't seen him surface yet. But okay, he did go down after keep it. moving my boat towards, like, where, wherever the, the bag disappeared, which is probably close to the other boat that's out on the water already. Yep. Okay. Um, you're within like spitting distance of this guy and he's just a fucking fishing away what do you do well I guess right now since he's not trying to you know murder me I'll try and look in the water and see if I can figure out wherever they disappeared to give me a perception check 20 okay so this water is so fucking hard to see through um, and it's super still, but you can see the ripples from where the bag was dropped, and through those rip- ripples, it's kind of broken through that mirror-like shimmer, and you can see that Crockbeard has, at this point, done his croc roll and uh, ripped open this bag, and he is actually securing this person. Okay, I guess I'll take whatever uh, I was using to row and just kind of like poke or jab at the person that's just fishing and just be like, what the hell? He looks at you and he goes, get out of here! This is my spot! You just threw something into the water like it was nothing and now you're acting like we didn't see. What What? what are you talking about? That <sighs> Sacrifices have to be made for the, the good the good of the lake. The, the what? 
But yes, sacrifices have to be made for the good of the lake. Obviously, there wasn't any fish over in my spot, so now I've made my sacrifice to the lake, and now there will be fish. Everyone knows this. Why? Don't bother me. So I kind of want to break this guy's boat. Can I just, like, reach over and punch a hole in it? Uh, um, I don't know how hard it is to punch through a wooden boat, but you can try. <laughs> I can catch it on fire if that's easier. That's that's fine. <laughs> just just uh, give me an attack roll. Uh, eighteen. All right, and roll me some damage. Nine. You punched the boat. You made a solid punch on the boat. Like, you got that boat. It kind of hurt your hand, though, a little, just from the uh, amount of damage you did. But it's starting to crack and then uh, a little... I was using my sword. I'm not... I physically... Oh, oh, oh okay. I thought you were punching a boat. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, if you want to, you are beefy, Mr. Beefcakes. So um, when you pull, retract your sword back, uh, the boat does start taking on water. And he's like, what? Get out of here! And he starts swatting at you with his fishing rod. King is just watching all this from the shore and going, I'm glad I didn't go out there. Speaking of Kinku, let's take a break from Roland and go to you. You mm -hmm. uh, hear another large boom. Give me another perception check. <sighs> with advantage. Double check that's down that. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, can Brennan and uh, Daniel, can you guys deafen yourself? Just keep an eye on the chat and I'll tell you when to come back. Kinku, behind you, you hear my little bird friend. I'm so glad that you're alone. Ha! Uh, so Kiku, already knowing from the voice, knows who it is, especially after the note from that she had gotten. So she slowly turns around to look at who she's assuming to be Strahd. You, your assumption would be correct. He's mm -hmm. kind of leaning up against a tree, and he's got, like, a wine glass, and he's just kind of stirring the wine, or what you think is wine. And uh, he takes a sip, and he goes, Would you like a... Would you like a glass? I'm... You know, I'm, I'm not one to not share the bounties of this land. Kinku is good. Are are you sure there there's perks in being, you know, the ruler of this domain? Um, so I, it does, it doesn't matter to me. I'm I'm just trying to be a good host. She just repeats, "Good." So, um, did you read my lovely letter that I had for you? She gives a slight nod. I just want you to know I put my heart and soul in it. Out of 
all of your companions, you seem to be the most reasonable. And I figure, you know, having a little bit of riches and whatnot isn't that bad of a deal. No, not bad. Still time to think, though. Well, um, like I said in the letter, um, the thing I want is Irina, and she belongs to me. We belong together. And I feel like we could come to an agreement. And I, I really hope that you take in careful consideration as to the things that you could get or the things that could be taken away from you. Now, you could leave here with an abundance of riches and you know, your old life back. Where you came from. You could go home. Or I could take some things from you. Your life would be one of those things. Just think about it. Thank you keeps in consideration. Kinku is kind of does like a slight lave showing what she is. A kinku, after all. <laughs> oh, well, it's a shame you didn't try any of this wine. It's a fabulous year. And he takes another sip and takes a step back into the fog and he disappears. Kiku just kind of stares at it, a cap expecting him to be there. But she just turns back around towards the lake keeping her hands hold, held into her robe where her, sword, her daggers are held at. Kinku's dead. <laughs> Kinku's not dead. Kinku's dead. Get back to the shore. <laughs> so, um... Mm. Crockbeard, you finally surface with this um, girl in tow. I'm assuming, uh, Roland, you see this, and you see this body with Moss Crockbeard holding on to. Uh, that guy is steadily just whacking you with his fishing rod, like, as his boat is taking on water. What do you do, Roland? Did Moss Beard or Crockbeard surface with them just in the water, or to, like, to the boat that I'm in? That would be a question for Mossbeard. Uh, Crockbeard would, uh, if upon like as he's beginning to surface, if he sees uh, the second boat, he would go towards it and deliver said girl onto boat. Okay. Um, I don't know if Crockbeard can understand me, but I'll explain. This asshole was sacrificing this person for a fucking fishing spot. Sink him, and I'll secure <laughs> the bag. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe bop the guy and then push off. Uh, <laughs> Crockbeard takes his powerful tail and actually takes his uh, goes under and goes to grab the bottom of the boat. And Crockbeard, give me another it. perception. And flip the boat. Uh, 
23. So you see that thing that you saw down in the ground or underneath, and it's Mm -hmm. darting up towards you. Oh. Like extremely fast. Yeah, Crockbeard's going to flip the boat. Okay, so. Uh, The other guy to make him the target instead of Crockbeard. Give me like an athletics check, I guess, or like something to do with strength. Athletics. Yeah, do your roll. Um, that will be a seventeen. Okay, so you flip this boat, and uh, Crockbeard, you feel this smack on the bottom of this boat, or the top of this boat, I guess, because you're on the bottom, and it's so hard that it knocks you off of the top of the boat and back into the water. Um, Roland, you see this. You hear the thud, and you see the jerk. And then um, what you see is these tentacles wrap around the boat, and it just kind of crushes the boat as it just goes underneath. And then the utter still silence of the water and the everything except for the occasional boom and firework crackle that you see in the background, that's what goes on. All right. I'm trusting Crockbeard is faster than me on a boat, so... Like, is, is this kid or person alive, or are they, like, just knocked out? Give me a medicine. 16. They seem like they are alive, but unconscious. Okay, that'll work. So I'll start making my way back to shore with a bit of haste. Okay. Crockbeard, I'm assuming you're following along. Just going to push the boat. <laughs> Give it some <laughs> speed. Additional. Turn that tail, make a propeller. Yeah. So, uh, Crockbeard, what you notice is as you're swimming along, you're, uh, for some reason, your change shape stuff isn't working out the way you want it to. So, as you're swimming, just hunks of meat are just like ripping off of you. It doesn't yeah, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but by the time you yeah. get to shore, you just look like a zombie fucking crocodile. Oh fuck! I'm gonna, I don't know. If I'm <laughs> I'll probably beat it up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh fuck! <laughs> Hinku has a bow drawn, getting ready to strike this foul beast. <laughs> You've seen Crockbeard turn into animals that look like skeletal things, like the spider. I forgot about the skeletal spider. We had a trouble explaining that one. Because skeleton spiders don't have skeletons? I mean, if it was just a skelly spider, that would be way creepier than it's just a hollowed out spider that we would never know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Got no guts, but all the glory. Um, But yeah, Crockbeard is definitely getting away from the water, though. Does not want to deal with the tentacles. So. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> what what do y'all do? Everybody's back to shore and back together. Alright, let's... Well, let's get away from the water. That's my first thought. Mm-hmm. And once we're kind of away from the immediate shoreline or, you know, tentacle grabby pull you into water range in my brain, uh, let's try and wake this person up that's unconscious. All right. Yeah, Mossbeard de-shapes, gang, all back all of his skin and everything. <laughs> it's weird every time. Does that hurt, Mossbeard? No, actually. Because it looks like it really hurts. 
Just sloughing off skin. My statement still stands. Extreme diet. Yeah. Um, what would it take to bring this unconscious person back to consciousness? Well, uh, you can either wait a couple hours, as per the rule book says, or uh, somebody could use something to bring her back. I'll make some good berries. Okay. So as you whip up a thing of ten, I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, whip up a thing of ten. Hand off uh, three to Roland, three to Kinku. Uh, kind of a in case of an emergency sort of thing. And he'll pop one into the unconscious person's mouth by removing the gag they had. So, um, as you force feed this woman a good berry, she coughs up some, uh, like some blackish water mm-hmm. um and she looks around like panicked at you all what do y'all do oh, uh, th- don't worry so, uh, hi my name is roland this is uh moss beard and that's kenku and we just pulled you out of this lake with what i'm assuming is a crazy fisher person are you okay she uh looks around reaches down and grabs like a stick off the ground and she goes if any of you all touch me i i I'll run you through. Oh, we never said anything about removing her bonds on her hands. Oh, okay. That's a good point, actually. That is a good point. Well, then she kind of like slithers back uh, as far as she can up against a tree. And she said, do you not know who I am? Not a clue. No, we, we literally just pulled you out of that lake from drowning because of some crazy fisher guy. Ah. I am Arabelle of the Vistani, and my father, Lovish, will not stand for this. Uh, I'm just going to look at, like, Mossbeard and Kenku. Was it unclear that I just said we rescued her, or? I I don't think she gets the concept because she was half-drowned. Probably lost a few of her mind. People tell me when you don't breathe for long periods of time, your brain starts to die. Okay, so, uh... Where, where exactly are you from so we can get you back there and keep going? Because we're, we're kind of on a time crunch here. My family lives outside of Velaki. Not too far from this lake. I'm sure since you say that you saved me or whatever, mm-hmm. I, my father would give you all a, a reward for doing so. Oh, um... Okay, so if if you want, I'll cut those off. And would you like to ride with Nestor? I'll point to Nestor. Or do you want to ride with me on my horse? Um, your horse is rather nice, but there's a uh, is there room in the in the carriage, <laughs> the cart? I yeah. Oh, that, that's kind of what I meant by with Nestor. So. I'd rather do huh. that. <laughs> Don't worry, Roland. I'll ride on uh, the back of your horse. We'll look like uh, two best friends, an elf and the dwarf, riding the horse. Well, Mossbird's a poet, but I don't think he knows it. Okay, Legolas and Gimli. I made the... Yeah, that... <laughs> you could have been in on this. You could have had what we have. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, 
Mossbeard's so, trying to remember the cards. Well, before you, nope. you guys nope. take off, uh, mm-hmm. you all see another burst of light and a bang. Oh, so uh, I'll I'll ask her before we're all kind of situated and on our way. Do you know what the, that's about? That keeps happening. That's probably just the mad mage himself out here doing his weird experiments. Ooh. Could you tell I... us more about that? Yeah. I don't know. He's a crazy old kook, and if anybody is crazy enough to live out here next to the lake, then they must be too uncivilized to even realize the danger they're in. I'd love to meet him. Uh, For now, let's worry about getting person A to point B. Yeah, we can always come back. Plus, I'd like to come back when it's, you know, light out. Slight fear of water all of a sudden. (laughs) It's only dark outside. (laughs) No, I I understand what you mean. There's a lot of scary things that happen at night. I just want you guys to know that it is like not even noon yet (laughs) it's still dark as shit though apparently well it's like always overcast here but i'm just saying Uh like you guys decided you were gonna leave locky at the crack of dawn and then you were like oh let's go see what's over at the lake and then this guy tried to drown a little girl but now it's in the the middle of the day that's so much worse now it's the crack of crack of dawn like like the oaks are out of the dawn (laughs) So, is there any more explosions going on? I... Yeah, every every now and then you see one or, and hear it or whatever. So, I think who assumes girl's father lives opposite of our direction or something like that? Yes. She care to ride with us until we finish our task? I, I mean, I would prefer to go home... Uh, Barovia is not a safe place. I'm not far from Velaki, and we're right, uh, we're right next to the camp. You could just drop me off. Moss Spirit's looking to see where uh, uh, the most. Because that's what, that's what Kinky was basically trying to say. It was like, where where does where do we need to go to drop her off? Would it be off course, or how far would it be? Yeah. Um, it's but, uh... it's on your way. Like, ah, uh, well, then we could just drop her off. Ah, she lives in West Velaki. She legit lives, like, right outside of town. West side, represent. All right, onward. Under home, country road. <laughs> it's yummy, Mario. Is that where the P is, I'm guessing? No, no. Um, let's see here. If you look at the map of Velaki. Mm -hmm. So we just have to come back from Lake Zarovich. Which is north, and that's the way that you can't... You all left, and then you were like, ah, fuck it, let's go see what's up with the bangs, and then you went north. Hey man, curiosity saved a person, so... Yeah, yeah, you did. Win. Yeah, alright, yeah, let's uh, go drop the girl off at her village. And then we go check out Explosion. I uh, no, 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 no. You come back. Go check out the, we're gonna check out the wine. We'll check out the explosion later. A boom boom. The boom boom. There's always time for boom boom. Unless boom, it blows boom, 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 boom. 
ah, if he's been doing these experiments for a long time, maybe a few fingers, but, you know. Well, if there's a cacophony <sighs> of color and death, I'm blaming you. Ah, I'll take it. So, as you guys get to this Vistani camp, it's kind of like, um, what you see is these, it's like a large mound, and on top there is a um, large tinted hut, and then there are some actual stable um, um, homes all around the bottom of this in a circle. I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. It's pretty neat looking. Um... She is like, take me to the top. That is where my father will be. Um, just don't talk to these as you guys are passing through. You see like these, they're similar to uh, drow, but they're not drow. Like they have similar features. Okay. Okay. Um, the classification would be called Dusk Elves. Oh. Um, Some more that, grayish that. in color. Of, and like yeah. more like less silver hair and more like hair drained of color sort of deal. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Um, Who are they? She, they, they just follow us around. I, Kind of like they got some. They're trying to suck up with with everything that we ask. They just do it. I, it's actually rather unseemly. They look a wee bit mm, sick. They're fine. Don't worry about it. They've been here longer than we have. Oh, okay. So, uh, onward, Mister, to the top. So, um, once you get to the very tippy top and you, um, people start noticing that this girl's with you, they start chattering. Like, you can hear the chatter amongst themselves. One other thing that you notice is there are a lot of people that are not here. There's a lot of tents, not a whole lot of people. So, more tents than people. Yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of supplies here, but there's not a whole lot of people. Is it usually this empty? Um, no, I don't know where the majority of the people are. Um, maybe my father will know. As you guys walk in to this, it looks kind of like, uh, have you guys watched Game of Thrones ever? <laughs> Just finished watching it, so yeah. Nope. It's very Dothraki-ish. Ugh. <laughs> Um, one man who is a very, like, big, brooding guy stands up and he goes, oh, my Arabelle. And he comes lumbering over and grabs her up and, like, kind of spins with her. And he's like, oh, thank thank you. Where, where, where were you? And she kind of explains the situation that somebody took her and then try to fucking drown her in a lake, but you guys were nice enough to save him. And uh, he turns to you all and says, uh, my 
heart goes out to you all. Thank you so much for saving my daughter. Oh, you're uh, most welcome. I would like to think if it was any of us, somebody might do the same. So, to repay your kindness, come with me. Well, let's uh, All right. I will let you choose one item each from Ooh. our treasure vaults. It, it, it's the least I can do for saving my daughter's life. And if you're ever in need of some healing supplies, I will be the man to give you the best deal in this town or in this area. So, in the treasure department, there is a wooden chest, there's an iron chest. I'm not going to tell you what's in them. I'm just going to like give you guys let you guys pick. Then there is a onyx jewelry box. There is a wooden throne with a gold inlay, decorative stones. Then there is a rolled up 10 foot square rug and a small wooden box. So would you like the big wooden box, the iron chest, the onyx jewelry, a wooden throne, a rolled up rug, or a wooden box, a small wooden box? And we each get one a piece, or it's just one for all of us. No, you each get one a piece. Okay. All right. Well, I can already guess which one Kinku's going after. Well, I guess it's more about who gets to pick first. I would say Mossbeard should pick first, since you were able to pull her out of the water. Okay. Brown wooden box, giant iron chest, onyx jewelry box, a big rug, a throne. Pick the rug. Yeah, you'll you'll have to catch my curiosity peaked. I I want the rug for myself. You chose the rug, the rolled up 10 foot square rug with an exquisite, unique uh, Montauf with Strahd's face on it. And he's Ah. giving the finger guns and winking. Oh, it is worth 750 gold pieces. Who am I going to sell this to? You could sell it throughout the land. (laughs) Okay, Strahd rug worth 750 gold pieces. Roland, choose next. Kinku, Kinku did nothing anyways. No, Kinku. I, Roland thinks, or I think, <laughs> you should pick second because you watched our backs to make sure nothing bad happened. Kinku gives him a look like, really? <laughs> mm, I'll go with the jewelry box. The jewelry box. All right. The Onyx jewelry box with gold... Um figurine on top is worth 250 gold pieces. It contains six pieces of cheap jewelry worth 50 gold pieces each. And there is a potion of poison. And... Well... yeah, The potion of poison is in a unbreakable crystal vial worth 100 gold pieces. So Roland is kind of split between the iron chest and the wooden throne... I think I'm going to go with the iron chest. The iron chest, as you open it, it contains 650 gold pieces, all stamped with Strahd von Zarevich's face on the side. Damn. I was really hoping for the Tanuki suit. (laughs) You missed out. You should have picked the regular wooden chest. I figured the one that didn't have the So what did we miss? 
Don't tell the... us. I would yeah, actually but... rather not know. <laughs> I'd rather not know too. You sure? All the magic items you need to beat Strahd specifically in these other three <laughs> items. No, no, no. It's just basically a lot of money. Yeah. Oh. Like the wooden chest very... had a thousand two hundred gold pieces in it. Yeah. We've got a very. And we already board. have a lot of gold already, so it's kind of like. Yeah. We're not gonna be able to spend that. I have a rug like, now. It's not like we're gonna be using it on anything. No one in this fucking place has anything worthwhile. <laughs> I'm gonna give this as a gift to Irina. <laughs> well now that you guys have uh, got your treasure um, Luvish looks at you all and he said now I know this is the best I could do on such short notice I really appreciate everything you've done for me I know I don't know any of you all, but if you need anything, you have my good graces. Now, I also will sell you some healing vials if you need them. How much? So, that's the thing. I don't know how much healing vials cost, but he's going to give you a discount on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last I remember, like a Healing, potion of healing was like what 50 gold each 50 yeah yeah for like the regular 2d4 plus 2 I think mm. yep. he will sell you um, healing vials for 25 Ooh. okay um, so, and he's got 12 of how them how many does he have Ooh. Mm. How, uh, how many pots did you say again 12 12 and how much were they 25 25 each 25 so that's 300 200 and if you so, do we want to do that and be four, four, four for healing pots? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it is a worthy. It's a worthwhile purchase. With past experiences, like I've only got so many. Like we're we're all relatively limited on healing, so I don't think it would be a bad idea to have extra. Sold. <laughs> well, as you all stock up on your supplies, I think that this is a perfect place to stop. Now, this was not what I had prepared for today. (laughs) We took a a very big U-turn, but uh, yeah, this is where I'm going to have you guys stop for the day. Oh, it was worth it. Well worth it. So, as we end today's episode, like we normally do every other time that we've done this, I would like to get a first-hand account on what you guys think of Barovia. Now, I've asked Ben, and I've asked Brennan, Daniel, what do you think? I got a straw rug. I'm happy as a lark. I'm going to use that in such methodical ways, like breaking into places I shouldn't. Look, Strahd gave me this rug, okay? <laughs> I can be here if I want to. It's Is that the Jose de la Mancha note? <laughs> I can do I'm what gonna, I want. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to claim your property once I set this rug down. You ready? Boom. Now I'm having a blast. We went off. We totally went off script, and it was well worth it and a blast. Yep. I, I mean, it was a good thing that I've read the book, because if you guys would have done that to me normally, i had been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, don't go that way. I'm curious what giant tentacle monster is, though. Maybe at a higher level. 
I'll come back and kill it. All right. Well, that being said, we will catch you next month with another fun episode of Barovia. Later, Tater. Bye. Goodbye.